The current spoiler warning level is, Sapphire. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sapphire. We're talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Double Zeta Gundam and uh, a one successor suit from Moon Gundam now. At the moment, that makes this GGP safe because Moon Gundam is a manga, right? And it's a manga that is, you know, sort of this side story. It is entirely possible that Moon Gundam will get an anime adaptation. Nothing has been announced. There have been persistent rumors. If that happens, suddenly, halfway through this episode, it is no longer GGP friendly. So in the interest of, of possibly future-proofing this, at that time, we will give a break. We will give a warning for Moon Gundam. Right now, that warning kind of serves no point, but maybe in the future, it will save somebody from getting spoiled. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanlay Media. Dylan, what is your prediction for tonight's GG, not GG, GBO2 announcement? Mm. Uh, hold on. Give me one sec. I need to look at what the... I need to see if they if the most recent release was out of nowhere, because I can't remember... I even did draw. The most recent they've been they've been doing a series of Thunderbolt recently. The most recent one was the Psycho Zaku Mark II. Right, Psycho Zaku Mark II was last week's right, and then it was the Atlas, and then they, we had the uh, Thunderbolt goof and all that. I could see them doing the Thunderbolt Ground Gundam. Uh, That'd be really disappointing, but okay. I mean, well, like the one with the shields. Like I, I could see them doing that. Uh, but that's not the ground one, right? That's specifically the one for space, isn't it? Uh, no, the, I'm talking about the one, uh, the ground type S. Here, hold on, let me pull it up. Uh. This thing. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, just because it's, like, I don't know, it, <clears throat> it can do the two shields and, uh, it just feels like it would be an easy add because it doesn't really have anything too nuts. It does have the beam javelin, so. At that point, just do the Gundam head. I'm surprised they haven't, actually. Well, they haven't done Thunderbolt until recently very much. I mean, they had, you know, they had the, oh, the oh, full you mean armor. The, sorry, you the... mean the Gundam head, like the space gym that just has a Gundam head? Right. No, I mean the the RGM 79GH Gundam head with the two shields and the servo backpack yes. and everything. Yeah, and the and the like have and like the full armor. I rifle. guess it has the full armor like backpack. Yeah, sorry, I did forget. But I mean, the th the reason it's called the Gundam head is it's still a gym. It's just with the Gundam head. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I well, what I meant though earlier is when you said Gundam head, my brain was thinking the Gundam head ground Gundam from Eighth MS team. <laughs> And I was like, "What? That'd be a weird ad." Well, nobody called uh, that. I mean, that's already you. You mean the gym head one, then? Right? Oh, sorry, gym head. I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Look, I'm. Uh, I I don't know why I was thinking Gundam head there because <laughs> the whole thing is that it has a gym head. Uh, it's the Gundam head Gundam. I love. I love to hate the Zeta Zeta. 
god. It's the Zeta head Zeta. The Zeta headed Zeta. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why my brain was... When I hear head in Mobile Suit, I think the problem is I just i am so used to hearing the gym head that my brain just went, ah, Gundam head must mean gym head, even though that's not... That's very much not what it is. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, this bodes well for this episode. Uh, it sure does. Let's roll. Die. Wow, you're going to tell me to die. Okay. Um, we are going to the... Very first one we're going to early UC. That's Thank nice. God. I, I thought it was going to be Cosmic Era again, and I was going to be so sad. Okay, sure. Why not? Okay, what's up? AMX015. AMX015, okay. Axis mobile suit. Um, Is it a Gaza? No, it's not a Gaza. Okay, because, yeah... It's not the Cubelay. It's not the Cubelay. It's got to be early, though, because it's zero, right? Zero, one, five. Uh, uh-huh. Zero, one, five. Oh, no, zero, one, five. That's got to be later, actually. Sorry. I... Mm. Is that an Arjarja? It is not an Arjarja. Late, later than that. Later than the Arjarja. Mm. I'm just thinking... It's the not- MS here stands for Mama Suit. That's my clue. Oh, wait, is it MS, not MX? Oh, you're right, it is MX. Well, still, the M stands for for, for Mama. That's my that's that's my clue here. Uh... Or Mother, if you prefer. Oh, oh, Gamulk! Gamulk! Yep. Sorry, yep. Mother, okay, that, that guy gave it to me because uh, Mother Funnel. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a good clue, see? Yeah, no, that actually, that was pretty good, Six. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gamelk, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, gonna be kind of a quick one, because there's not too much related to it, though. It, we have two distinctly favorite mobile suits of mine here, so I'm happy. Um, because they are not anything like one another, but I love them both. Um, so, the Gamelk is a mobile suit that appears in Double Zeta. It is used near the end of the show uh, by Karasun. Um, it is... Uh, a new type use mobile suit um, that was apparently intended for mass production. That's very funny to me to imagine this being mass produced because, uh, I mean, I guess they have the mass production cubelay at the same time as this, which is also just as, uh, I mean, not quite as ridiculous, but still pretty up there. So, you know, um, but yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a version where this war was dragged out one little differently and Haman had an army of like Kara two, Kara three, Kara God. four. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Um, but yeah, so this mobile suit though, uh, starting with the head, we've got a. Even though it's a mono eye head, it's very distinct. Um, so the head has a big horn on the top of it, uh, orange with uh purple details. Uh, as you hit the base of the horn, it's got a big purple, uh, area that I, I, sometimes I think is displayed as a camera. Um, I'm trying to see if it is in the show at all. In the very close-ups on, in, in Double Zeta, it definitely doesn't look like one. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look like one. See, it always looks like it should be one, because it has, like, the little square embedded area at the base of the horn. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, then you've got a, uh... So the, oh, but yeah, like looking at some like game renders, it's colored in green, so it could just be an animation error. Yeah, 
Um, so, uh, the head itself, very rounded, kind of long front to back. Uh, you've got, on the armor around the head, you actually have, like, some interesting, uh, panel lining going on. Uh, like, around, uh, specifically the armor right above the eye has, like, some, uh, curved lining going around, like, the edge of the armor there. And you also mm-hmm. get some it on the back. looks like a pair of, like, bent staples. Yeah, and then you've also got a pair of those on the back of the head, too. Um, then you also have these really wide, like, little cheek vents, uh, which, you know, on the settee there, you can see that they have, like, internal vents. Uh, these also have, like, little antennas on the top of them that are swept backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you have a mono-eye head. Um, <clears throat> it's one of those mono-eye heads where the mono-eye is on a plus-shaped track. You can actually see that in some of the close-ups as well, that it has, like, a almost Dom-like uh, track thing going on. Um, the eye itself looks very Rick Diaz. Yes, uh, especially because it tends to be drawn with, like, the uh, crosshair on it, which, yeah, uh-huh. is something I associate with the uh, Rick Diaz a lot. Um, and then, uh, uh, other than that, you've got some tubes, uh, like... Uh, on the, I guess I would say, like, the little mouth area at the bottom of the head, it sticks forward a little bit, kind of like a Zaku's does. And uh, mm-hmm. it has, you know, two little gray tubes that are uh, pulled into the, um, they kind of pulled into the underside of the uh, vent area. Uh, and, yeah. So, cool-looking head, though. Very cool-looking head. Um, again, like, things like having the gap in the armor and the style of horn and, like, the antennas on the cheek vents... Make this feel unique even among, like, mono-eye heads to me. Mm-hmm. In a way that I really like. Um, oh, also, should note, you also have... It's kind of got an interesting back of the head. Like, uh, the armor plates that I mentioned that that have, like, the little, you know, as you compare them to, like, staple-like lining on them. Though You can see them sticking above, like, the back of the head when you see the back of the head. And, um... Also of note is this is one of those weird mobile suits where the head is the cockpit, I believe. Like the Rick Diaz. Also like the Rick Diaz. Oh, no, it does say panoramic monitor linear seat cockpit in the chest. So that it is in the chest. It has an entrance in the back of the head, though, because you can see it. There. Oh, OK. Huh. So that's like the um. Oh, what's the suit that does something? There's another suit that does a similar thing in like Zeta or double Zeta where it has an entrance on the head, but the cockpit is actually located lower. Uh, either way, that's very funny to me because that means this ha- must have an elevator. <laughs> Interesting. Like a, or 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 you know, maybe less of an elevator and more like a little you know thing you climb down with a, like a ladder. Yeah, yeah, you got there. You 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 well, like, like, arrived like, at the like term a, ladder. <laughs> okay, yes, a ladder. But like, I was like, how do you describe the hallway between the top of a ladder and the bottom of a ladder? I don't know. A ladder well, <laughs> I said. Anyway, it's fine. Um, I think ladder well is actually correct. Okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, you also have a lot of visible tubing in the neck. I mean, this is a double zeta suit so it kind of goes hard in on and it's a late double zeta suit i should say so goes in on a lot of mechanical detail uh especially you know when you get like the ridiculous close-ups in the anime um but yeah uh moving down the torso we've got a very ridiculous torso because okay so on the top of the torso is kind of divided into 
uh, uh, for the top half, like, three distinct sections. You have, like, two small pectoral sections and a large middle section. Uh, mm-hmm. So the two outer sections, uh, you've got vents on the top of the torso. Uh, and also, like, a double set of chest vents in the middle of each pectoral area um, that are stacked on top of each other. Um they also have like they're they're interesting because they're like red, but they have or sorry orange, but they have a red internal uh, detail. Um, as you and then if you look at the middle, the middle of the chest is mostly like uh, that purple color. Uh, it's like pur- purple blue. I don't know. I don't know how I would describe this color, especially because it doesn't help help that in some shots where it's a bit more washed out, it looks more blue. But like in the sete, it looks a bit more like. I don't want to call it blue, but I don't want to call it like just purple. I don't know, indigo. I guess we'll go with indigo. Sure, that's I, I feel like I feel comfortable going with purple because I feel like a lot of a lot of Zeta and Double Zeta does some stuff with like like shading color in space. Yeah, and looking at the like the robot Damashi, it just looks purple to me. Oh yeah, okay. Looking at that box there, yeah, that that just looks purple. Okay. Well, also, I could get you. Here's a quick little link to the Schizophonic. Oh, Schizophonic actually has this one. I This is, like, one of my white whales, by the way. It goes for so much money, though, because it was a cost signature, so it was a limited release. And it has all the decals, mm-hmm. like, you know, pre-done on it, which always adds to the price. But goddamn, does it look good. It looks really good. Um. Anyway, uh... But yeah, so the the middle section of the torso is uh mostly purple. You do have like a little bit of orange on the top like like not quite the collar area, just like in front of where the head is. And because this is like a Xeon head, you know, the head's embedded a little bit into the chest. It's it's there's not like a long neck on this thing. Um uh-huh. But yeah, the um the chest though in the middle right there, you've just got I believe that's a, a, a one of its many beam guns. It's hard to remember where all the beam guns on this. Uh, yes, okay, this is the hyper mega particle cannon in the center of the chest. Okay, just mm-hmm. making sure because it is. This thing is covered in beam guns uh, to a degree that is ridiculous, if we're being honest. Um, so uh, below the uh, mega particle cannon, I guess that's got to be another. Maybe no, because that doesn't look like that would open, right? Like. It does on the it does on the robot Damashi. Okay, it does open on the robot spirits. Let me look down. Well, um, it looks like it can. I don't know if it actually can, but it oh looks like it can. yeah, okay. So th- I guess it's maybe it just has two entrances or something, uh, for the chest there. Anyway, um, the other weird thing on the chest is on the so uh, for the lower torso, um. One, uh, towards the front, right below the cannon area, um, where, you know, the purple meets the orange, you've got two sets of tubes on either side, or one set of tube on either side. One set of tubes on either side. Weird sentence to say. Uh, so two tubes on, e- uh, on either. Uh, and, uh, those are connected into the backpack from the front. Um, and then also, uh, these tubes run under, like, another thruster on either side. Now... This is the thing that makes me a little sad on the Robot Spirits, because the Robot Spirits is a cost signature, so it's one of those ones that is redesigned by Hajime Katoki. Uh, he makes the uh-huh. thruster on the side of the torso a lot smaller, uh, but on the original art, it has a very beefy thruster on the side of the torso there, in a way that yeah. looks really cool. Then again, to be fair, looking at the show, uh, it is kind of inconsistently drawn from scene to scene. Either way, the tubes run under these, um, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, I, I just, I like the, I like how much excess is like displayed with this mobile suit is the thing. Who's the, who's the designer for the original? Uh, I think it's Mika Akitaka, but let me look. Um, it looks like a Mika Akitaka design to me. Um, but it could be someone else. Let's. MHQ list Mika, Mika Akitaka. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, it just feels like one of his designs of that era. Okay, cool. Um, of course, we have the problem now uh, because of how um, MHQ changed their site, which this isn't on them. It's just on people on the wiki to update. If you click the external links, it always links to the uh, main page of MHQ now because uh-huh. I believe the URLs are different. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So it was like, ah, I'm not finding it. Um, but yeah. So you've got. Moving on, uh, for the shoulders, uh, one, you have a, uh, this is one of those suits that I also like that you have a lot of visible mechanics for the arm connecting into the shoulder, like, even on the settee, you actually can see, like, gray internal mechanics with some tubing on the bottom of it, which I think is cool. Um, mm-hmm. for the shoulders, uh, you've got shoulders that have a big thruster that go, like, the shoulders go out pretty far, and then they have a big thruster on the underside, and then... They have these two little, uh, on the front of the shoulders, you have these two emitters, uh, that are circular. And these are, in fact, just more beam emitters. So it has a total of four beam cannons on the shoulder. Uh, are they cannons or are they just are, guns? Because they I, look small. I mean, uh, I, I guess, let's see. Let's see how they're referred to. Um, beam launchers. Beam launchers. Okay. okay. I mean, sure. not that the distinction Listen. matters all that much. I Listen, two two 2.3 megawatts, that's about that's that's of the era that is beam rifle power yeah and it has two in each shoulder so sure Sure. which is a lot uh on the back of the shoulder also it looks like it just has uh square thrusters on the opposite side which is kind of i kind of like how it's got like the round guns on the front but then on the back like they're more square i just Uh maybe it's even just vents for the um you can see that also just being vents for the guns given that you have guns built oh that would make sense yeah um but yeah, moving on down to the uh, arm, you've got uh, the the upper arm is almost a, like I want to refer to it as like a bell bottom sleeve because it's like a really big sleeve. Like if you look, especially like when you look at it from the back, uh, this arm just has big rounded armor, not a lot of detail on it. You've got a little bit of panel lining on the front and back uh, that is like kind of semicircular. It looks like it uh, kind of sticks out a little on the front and back. But other than that, it's mostly just square armor, rounded square armor um, with a part that protects the back of the joint on the back. And the way it like leans down is interesting just because, like I said, it gives almost like a bell bottom effect. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The arms on this thing compared to the rest of the machine, which is very, it's very this like, the, like um, Axisian's idea of a new type use machine where it's a lot of like shapes and and you know complicated like angular stuff but these arms feel very like fabricy in yeah. their design especially because the lower arm also has this like kind of flared look to it uh so you do have a visible joint and then yeah the the lower arm not a lot of detail going on on the armor really um you get a couple of little panel lines like on the outside of the wrist right above the uh these missiles or grenades how do i want to refer to these those are grenades grenade launchers okay uh, right above the grenade launchers, you have, like, some panel lining, which, again, could just be, like, vents or something, or, like, an area for when these launch, you know, for 
air to blow out or something. I don't know. Um, just given where they're located. But otherwise, like, very plain arms, but, like, with a very interesting shape. Um, and yeah, right above, like, right on the outside of the arm, you know, uh, above the hands, you've got, uh, triple grenade launchers, one on either side. One set I like of the triple idea grenade of... launchers on either side. I like the idea of getting in a beam saber clash, and as you're standing there locked, you just fire the grenade launchers from your locked hand. To be fair, that feels like a very double Zeta thing to do, even. Or, like, that era of mobile suit thing to do. Um, Yeah. The hands are one of my favorite parts, uh, because you've got your standard hand armor, but then the fingers. We've got mitten hands. Um, Mittens. These hands are ridiculous looking, because the four fingers are actually all molded they're not, they're not four fingers it is basically just a big flat mitten for the fingers uh that you know is about as wide as a manipulator for four fingers would be and it has four barrels in there because these are well, all beam three. launchers oh does it only have 3 it only has 3 oh that's weird okay that have four. well it's cuz a beam cannon is slightly thicker than a finger that's uh, my theory okay fair <laughs> enough um and then, of course, you also have the thumbs, which... Are these thumbs also... Uh, yes, they're also guns. Okay. I figured they were. I didn't know if they... I, I, but part of my brain was like, maybe they do the camera thing like the uh, goof... You know, the goof hand sometimes does. Uh, where the um, the the goof customs, you know, like silly little one. I like I like shots from anime when you can see beam can beam weapons basically like inhaling, like they're breathing in before the exhale of the beam. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, is the thing. Um, yeah, so, big mittens. Uh, these are cool hands. I like these a lot. <laughs> um, I love that they can still hold beam sabers, because the beam sabers have been designed for this. Yes. I think that rules. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the waist, uh, in the crotch. Uh, one of the times where we have a hole in the front of the crotch, and instead of being a thruster, this is, in fact, another beam cannon. Um, right there in the Yay. dead middle. Um... You've also got, uh, two, uh, well, on the bottom side of the middle piece, you've got a bunch of thrusters, just a full array of them, um, and then you've also got two skirts, uh, on the front, uh, minimal detailing on them, again, you've got, like, a little bit of, like, cuts in the armor, uh, at the bottom of it, and then towards, like, uh, the top middle, I guess I would say, or, like, the, the outer edge in the middle, I want to say, towards the middle of the suit. Um, there are some like cuts. like s- small little parts uh, on the upper part, like connecting to the to these front skirts for, to mm-hmm. the waist that are like these little divots that make the actual front skirts like this like sort of cartoonish oh. lightning bolt shape. Yeah, like I didn't squiggle. actually notice that until I was I, I'm looking at the model. Those are the actual skirt parts that move. Uh, oh, they both can move actually. E- interesting, at least oh, on the interesting. model. Because yeah, huh. That's interesting that they made them be on separate parts, though. Oh, you know what I wonder, though? I wonder if it's so, um... I, it's, I wonder if it's to make it easier to rotate the suit, um... Sure. Well, because I think that, by default, these parts might be up all the way, including the skirt. And I think the skirts can pull down slightly. You can see that on, the, like, the left skirt of the image I linked. And mm-hmm. I think these are just to help you, like, ease the movement around. Basically. Okay, so I, th- I I would guess on the original art, these aren't supposed to move. This is an accommodation for the model. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, the side skirts, we have big, 
uh, side skirts, very of the era kind, like they just protect the upper thigh and they have a very simple shape. They do have these two little bumps on the outside and they have like a little, uh, like divot in the middle. Uh, nothing goes in these though, uh, cause this thing's not holding a beam rifle. They made it beam sabers, but it doesn't need a beam rifle anymore. <laughs> um, and then for the rear skirts, uh, we have a pair of giant rear skirts. Uh, these are also really cool. They kind of remind me of the, um, the Zaku 3, uh, but specifically Mashamira's where his is a singular plate. These are just like big thrusters, but it, it still has that kind of like waistcoat vibe going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Uh, yeah, so you've got, a, these are separated, uh, from, uh, you know, there's still like a little middle piece, um, and I believe these they're, can move independently. They're thick enough that they almost seem like they should be tail binders. They're just, they're significant. Yeah. They do have a, they have a couple of thrusters located throughout though. You've got like one at the halfway point of the armor and then one at the very bottom. Uh, these are cool. I like, I, I always oh, like even, when, what? Uh, no, it's like the the show makes them look not as thick. But if you look at either the line art or the model, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, These I... are like bulky bastards. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, like, for instance, it's just the way this is drawn, uh, given how beefy of a suit it is, depending on the animator, there's like the image you linked of the charging beams where it feels really big and muscular. Mm -hmm. But then you have like this image where it feels kind of skinny in a weird way, you know? That's, yeah, eh, like you say, I, I I assume it's just you know different animators coming to this suit. Uh, well, if you want, this is again, this is since it's a cost signature, there are modifications. But here's it standing next to a uh, a double Zeta, and yeah. they're both one forty four. Uh, not quite one forty four, I don't think, but uh, well, yeah, roughly. Yeah, I suppose it's not exactly to. I I only need to mention it because that's the thing with robot spirits, uh, is that they are. Fair. They're all scaled to one another, and the way it works out for Gundam is they tend to be, like, about 144, but, uh, look, I'm just being technical, I'm sorry. No, being it, you know, it's, it's, it's worth noting. Yeah. Uh, alright, and then, uh, going down the legs, uh, the upper thighs, um, not a lot going on, they are rounded, uh, which is interesting, um, like, they have a... They feel very, like, model kitty to me, mainly because of the way that, um, it has the armor on the top, like, that, like, rounded armor. I don't know, it's just something I'm not used to seeing on suits. Usually, to be fair, the top of the thigh there is usually blocked on most suits. You can actually see it here on this art. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, just some handle lining, uh, on the armor, and it's got, like, little circular areas where the, um, leg connects to the joint. Um, for the lower legs, though, now these, these are a lot, um... These so, are hugely double Zeta. Yes. Uh, so, first of all, the knees are not actually knee armor. Those are the beam sabers uh, because they need to be able to be reached quickly. And the best way for this suit uh, is seemingly to just have a reach down to the knees and grab these. Uh, yeah. We'll talk more about the beam sabers and, you know, when we get to the weapon breakdown. Uh, these are cool, though. Uh, the rest of the leg, though, you've got really beefy armor uh, around the whole, like, joint area up there. Like, the whole middle of the leg is just thick uh uh on the back you have a bunch of visible thrusters as well on the uh back of the legs here uh very double zeta style thrusters in in a way because like the shape of the leg here it's either double zeta or like dove and wolf style you know where you've got like the 
area around the knee that is swept back and then has the thrusters. Um, uh, incidentally, I believe all these suits are Mika Akitaka, so... Uh, doing e- mm. for the double zeta he does the cleanup i believe and then he designs the dove and wolf the gundam mark 5 and the game all here and they all have the same kind of thing going on with the uh thrusters on the middle of the legs um right below the that section of the leg uh in the middle you have two flip out beam uh beam cannons i'm assuming these are big yep. they better be beam cannons okay they are cannons um yeah, which is fun. Uh, they just, they, they, it's very funny because, like, on the rest of the suit, you know, they're all, bu- it's all built in, but then you just have two, like, barrels that pop up out of the knees, which I think are really cool. I, I like them. Um, then uh, the lower armor of the leg, very, you know, round and, like, bell bottomy still, like, you know, there's a lot of uh, space underneath, um, though it does have huge feet, so that's probably part of why. Um, does have like purple armor on the sides uh, of the lower leg, and you also have a single big thruster on the back middle of the legs, like right above the ankle. Um, and then for the feet, uh, big feet. Um, you've got so the middle of the foot actually has two sections that are circular, and you can see like the heel connects into the back of these circular sections. Well, heels, I'll say, because it has separate like you know heels. And then, you know, the front toe is connected into, you know, the front circle. Uh, So you've got the front toe, which is a big foot. It's got red armor in the middle, uh, a little bit of orange armor on the sides, and then the bottom of the foot is red. does have thrusters on the bottom of the feet on the sides, seemingly. Um, And then you have two separate heels uh, that are uh, popped down on the back. Uh, I really like that this has, like, the two heels. It's got very bug-like feet in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and then moving on to the backpack. Um, so the actual backpack itself, uh, you've got quite a bit going on here. Uh, you've got a camera in the middle of the backpack. Again, it's not colored on the sete, but you know, Katoki's art and I believe video games and stuff tend to color it in green. So it's, you know, a camera. Um, you just got two really big round thrusters, uh, one on either side. Um, and in the middle, you have, like, a square thruster at the bottom. Um, it's a very beefy backpack for only having, like, the three thrusters, which is kind of fun. Um, though they are big. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the circular nozzles are pretty big. And um, you can imagine they're also probably holding some fuel for the waist, uh, like, the, the back skirt as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the, the circular thrusters kind of remind me a bit of, of Gabura Tetra. Probably specifically like the, the like the Katoki Kai mm-hmm. version. Yeah, I could see that. Like with the like like the same as its backpack, where you've got a lot of those uh-huh. yeah circular thrusters on the. Um, and then on the top, you've got two hard points which have two mother funnels connected. Um, which again I will describe when we get to the weapons a bit more. But they're basically just two big pods. Um, so, uh, all right, this has a lot of weapons, so I'm just gonna go down the list in order. <laughs> We've got the twin beam a lot launcher. Of them, oh, yeah, sorry. A lot of them we've already had to go into because it has so many integrated weapons. Yes, so. yes, many. So you've got the twin beam launchers on the shoulders. you got the twin mega particle cannons that are on the, um, uh, it says lining the sides of the hyper. Oh, oh, sorry. It's on that, the chest. That's also yeah. on the chest, right. It has, so it has a big cannon in the middle and then those two little, like, dips in the side, I guess, are also, okay. That's so weird. 
Um, and then you have the triple mega particle cannons built into the fingers, the triple grenade launchers. Uh, I like that the thumbs are just called beam rifles <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, you have the beam sabers in the knees. These are really cool. Um, so they have a very like wide handle. Um, and they almost appear to have like an e-pack attached to the bottom of them, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Um, and then, uh, though it also could just be mounting for the knee. Yeah, it could just be like that slides into the knee. They um, look like uh, VR controllers. Yeah. Um. The the emitter is on the bottom of this too, like on the outside, and like it. These these are used outward, kind of like a katar. These are not held like normal beam sabers. These are held like outwards, like a a pata or a katar or like you know those kind of weapons. Um, uh-huh. Which is pretty cool. Uh. Just like that, they have it has special beam sabers for its ha- weird little hands, though. Um, then you've got the hyper mega particle cannon, which is in the center of the torso. Uh, you've got the mega beam cannons in the legs, uh, below the beam sabers. Uh, you've got the mega particle cannon melted in the pelvis, and then now we have the mother funnels. So this is what was able to allow me to guess what this was. Uh. The mother funnels are two large funnels. Well, they're bits, technically. Well, bits, yes. Because they have their own reactor. Um, these uh, have a single mega particle gun on the front of them. Uh, if you look at it, like, on the back, you can see it. it's kind of the big uh, part in the middle. So it does have a big gun on these themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you'll notice, like, oh, there's a bunch of, like, little, like, things lining the edge of this, too. Like, a bunch of little, like, you know, um, a bunch of little, like, square, what would would appear to be thrusters. Uh, I believe what these are, are the back parts of the, uh, of the, of the child funnels, um, Uh that pop out of here. So, you've got the mother funnels on the back. And then they each have 14 small funnels in them called child funnels uh, that can pop out. Um, and so it and so it it has 28 child funnels and the two mother funnels can also fire themselves. So it's got a total of 30 funnels uh, that it can be using as weapons in total, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, the, the mother funnels are also able, because they have their own onboard reactor, to recharge the, uh, child funnels when they return to it. Um, this is a ridiculous weapon. Yeah. Like, just, I love it, because it's, like, the idea of, like, a micro-missile launcher, but for funnels, and I love that about it. Um, it's just such a cool, I don't know, it's just really cool to me. Um... And yeah, so this thing is loaded with beam weapons. You know, we people joke about how the beam spam in seed can be bad, but it's not that the beam spam is bad. It's that the way it is used is bad because this is fucking cool. I love this machine because mm-hmm. this machine is just a hedgehog of beam cannons. Oh, okay. I see in this one shot. So those parts that I thought were vents on the chest. Okay. Those are the double. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes you know that I like that better than what we thought for a second there. But yeah. Okay. Boy. But also, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> to, to, quote like... Le- to quote Leon S. Kennedy, looking at a liquor in Resident Evil Two. Oh boy. 
ROI just looking at this, it, it the animation is the same as you do, you draw like a final boss exploding with all the random <laughs> lights bursting out of every crack, but they're all guns, and it's not even firing the mother mother funnels. They could fire the mother funnel beams. Yeah, and it's not even firing the middle chest beam either. <laughs> yeah, this is actually quite restrained. <laughs> Um, I do like that we have, like, the perfect file art and stuff, too, where, you know, people love drawing this, just firing everything, which, you know, can't blame them. There's a lot to have firing on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's a pretty good one, too, actually. I like this one. The um, This is from one of the calendars. Uh, both of these images that I'm referencing are on the wiki. Uh, this is a pretty sick one. I like it. I, uh, when I, when I played this, I played this thing once in Battle Operation 2, um, it was at 700 cost, and I was like, you guys are gonna eat shit, and then I, I saw, like, you know, like, Saikamu weapon lock, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. Uh, I really like the way the mother funnels work in GBO2, where they, they're like the, you know, they float above you and they just shoot. Um, it, this is a very silly machine. Um, I still like playing it, it just has the problem right now that supports are not very good at high cost. Because they, yep. they, they've already nerfed them once. Please nerf the unicorns again. Keep nerfing them. Nerf them until they're bad. What? I want them to be bad. I mean, the thing is, they keep giving raids free skills at higher levels. Yeah. And they're not doing that for supports. And supports already... It was already the case that if you had HP and speed on, all, on everybody, naturally supports would start to fall off because they rely on killing you before you can reach them. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, like, I get why they're, like, uh, I get why they were scared. It's because it, in the early part of the game's life when, you know, 500 was the high cost, supports were pretty fucking good. Um, yeah. But they've dropped off over time. And, and raids were, like, considered the most garbage suits. It's really funny to see the way that that's alternated, like, as you go up in cost, especially. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, that's all the systems that this... I mean, I guess this has a Psychomu system, but, I mean, it uses funnels. Of course, it has a fucking Psychomu system. Um, yeah, so other things that it mentions. Uh, the reason why it has such a large head antenna, I believe... Did, did I read that right? Hold on. Okay, yes. Uh, that's actually a Psychomu control unit on the head. Uh, so sure, the antenna... That that, that's so it can help, you know, control all the crap ton of funnels it has. Uh, which makes sense. Um, plus there's the whole thing about Kara being, I believe at this point, a, uh, artificial, yeah, cyber new type. Um. Well, she has been the whole time. It's has just, she been? you know. Okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I think both her and, um. Well, her and Mashimir, when they come back later, I think, are. They just get put back in the machine, right? It's like, it's like we cyberize them to a certain extent and then we send them out and we're like, nah, we need more, right? Okay, Maybe. I, like I said, it's hard for me to know, uh, just because they don't really talk about it. <laughs> true, true. They absolutely or they don't. don't. They don't talk about it in detail. It's like mentioned minorly, but yeah. Um. Anyway, the game Hulk though, uh, cool suit. Uh, doesn't really get to appear in a lot of things, unfortunately. I wish it was in more stuff. I wish it had a modern model kit, also. Yeah, no um, kidding. Because, again, uh, like, as much as I think that Robot Spirits is cool, a modern model kit would be much cheaper to get. <laughs> um, even a uh, modern really hydrate. Int- 
it's really interesting seeing the um if you should go to the gun plus section of of the gundam wiki page on this they have of course a fan build that looks like it's like a kondo redesign yes that actually that's a funny one so i uh from mark simmons uh his website um he has a translation of uh the gundam wars um which is where this comes from uh, which is like a model graphics thing. Uh, I think this is in Gundam Wars 2. Uh, and he has a translation. And uh, it's very funny because uh, the artists at the end could not guess what suit this was immediately. I don't think Mika Akitaka was one of them. Um, they were like, wait, is that Theo? <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because they yeah, had this in I front of see them. Why. Um, it's a very funny interview because it's where you learn that uh, each person. Oh, wait, I think. No, Mika Akitaka was there and he had the very funny line about. They they were all being asked like how do you feel when modelers like reinterpret your suits and Izabuchi is like uh I don't want to answer because if I say I'm annoyed I'll feel like a jerk or so. he says something along those lines like he, <laughs> he he means he's annoyed he doesn't like it when people reinterpret his designs but then Mikaki Taka's like it's good if it's cooler and everyone just looks at him and is like it's good if it's cooler and then he just it's like he nods it's good if it's cooler <laughs> and I'm like uh I wish he made robots still, goddammit. He makes so many of my favorite robots, and now all he wants to draw is girls with robot parts. I hate it. Oh, uh, Mika Akitako, why are you like this? Anyway, I do love that answer, though. It's it's good if it's cooler, because that's that's I how mean, I like, feel yeah. about redesigns, also, personally. It's, it's good like, if it's listen, cooler. Listen, if you, if you think you nailed it out of the park on every design of yours, fucking get over yourself. Sometimes someone else does it cooler. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, uh, Game Alt, though, real cool. Uh, so, does have a single variation, uh, from something way, way later down the line. Uh, but not animated, right? Not animated, though, no, but it's from Mobile Suit Moon Gundam. What ha- what happened? Okay, my, my job gets hard if... Moon gets animated? <laughs> Yeah, I have to suddenly, like, do, like, a, a PSA of, like, hey, I said these ones aren't spoilery, suddenly they are. I mean, put a warning for Moon Gundam and let people decide for themselves, you know, just say, hey, we're talking about Moon Gundam. Because I know that Moon Gundam's been floated as something that's getting an adaptation. I still am hoping that because of NT doing bad, they'll just never let fucking, what's his name, Fukui, uh, mm-hmm. ever write anything Gundam again, or, like, make anything animated again. As much as I would love to see these designs animated. Uh, which I guess they are animated if you, uh, look at UC Engage, but, um, yeah. The, uh, design here, though, is the AMX 015-4S Dagdoll. After this point, we're talking about a successor suit from Moon Gundam, um, which is currently, at the time of this publishing, a manga with no announced plans for adaptation, but there have been persistent rumors, so in the off chance that this gets an anime adaptation, and thus this section becomes a spoiler, inserting this now. But for the moment, don't worry about it. This design rules. Also, I'm going to have to get something for you, because I have more art than the wiki has of this thing. Um, not a lot more. Is this an Ipe Gyobu? Yes, this is an Ipe design. What what, what gave were, it away? Oh, of course he's. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just looking at this and I'm like, in my is he? I guess he's working on Moon. In my, in my uh, head, I had him not working on Moon. But. He, I mean, if I remember right, he designed the Moon Gundam. All right. 
Yeah, yeah. let me double check. Uh, no, so so strong is the Ipe aesthetic that I was like, I feel like this has to be a different designer, like as in like I know it's a different designer, but no one else could have drawn. This I mean, like this. here here's like the one cover. Yeah, yeah, Ipe did the G doors and the Moon Gundam because like look at the cover of this of of one of the volumes. Yeah. Like, yeah, hardcore. There's just no getting Ipe. around that. That's 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 uh that's an Ipe. Um, that's the Gyob. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the primary designers for uh, Moon Gundam, though. Uh, gotcha. There's a couple others too. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Dag doll here. So first of all, what I'm going to share with you is the page uh, that has the info from the uh, book because this has a bit more to it that the wiki does not have. Um, and it's okay, more these easy. are worth uploading. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, the Dagdoll. Uh, this mobile suit, even though it's related to the, uh, Gamulk, is a very different design. Um, mm -hmm. still has a lot of firepower, but not... It is simplified in some ways, but it has some other things going on. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, so starting with the head, we have a new head. Very cool head. It's still... Very, like, long front to back. Um, still has, like, a big antenna, but it just, it's all set up a little differently. Um, so you've got, like, a white horn in the middle. Uh, you've got a total of, and these are located kind of far back on the head. You've got a total of four Vulcans, two on either side, which I always love the look of the double Vulcans in, like, Zeta and Sentinel era suits, so I'm glad they're here. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, uh, the face of this unit, though, is kind of like the area where the mono eye is that I would describe as the face is kind of small because you've got like little vents on the cheek area uh, and you've got like, you know, a big helmet around. But then you've got this like little face that has a mono eye in the middle. It's got a bit of a pointy chin on the armor plate on the bottom. It's not quite a plush shape for the mono eye track. It's got a track going down, a track left and right. Uh, it has an upper track, but it also has a little bit of armor. Uh, like on the uh, like right below the uh, upper I track, which is kind of. I feel like the way that upper track is designed, it might be that the antenna can move. Uh, let's see. Oh, maybe yes, because apparently one of the things this does is it connects the back of the head into the uh, into the backpack there, and you can kind of see that there. Though, unfortunately, mm -hmm. I don't think we have any art of it doing this. Um, let me see if the wiki does at the bottom. No, not really. I do love, though, if you look at the back of the head, because it looks like it has those uh, mono-eye tracks on the backpack, too. Oh, those are mono-eye tracks, because if you look at the GBO2 design, you can see that there are three mono-eyes on the, on the um, backpack there. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But basically, really weird-looking head design. Um, I really like it. Um, the head is mostly all white. You've got some gray for the details, and you've got a pink mono-eye. Uh, the torso, we've got a darker gray color for the torso. You've got a, uh, on the pectoral areas on either side, you've got, like, little vents in the middle of the body. You've got, like, a big, I'm assuming the central area, is this a, is, this has to be the cockpit hatch, um, in the middle. It's just, like, a big door, and it's in the upper torso. Um. Uh, no, I think that's, isn't that the, the, me the fusion mega, mega particle gun? In the middle of the chest? Let's see. Hold on. Like the Sazabi. Uh, well, look below it, though. The but that abdomen. thing's so tiny. I mean, the, yeah, but it says the abdomen, and it has the tubes. And those have yeah, barrels. Yeah, I guess that's... 
I guess that's right. Uh, I don't have this in GBO2, so I can't check, but I feel like because it has the barrel there, that has to be it. Especially because it's not chest mega particle gun, it's abdomen. Yeah, you're right. It's just so small. Um, Small barrel, but I think it's just meant to do like the spread beam gun thing. Because yeah, yeah it's a so. diffusion, so it's meant to do like the spread thing more than the. Uh... I mean, Sazabi's spread is fucking good. That is true. It does just fucking eliminate things with it. Um, but yeah, you also have on the lower torso one. This is a lot more. This is a very rounded uh, torso. Again, something that kind of points to this being an Ipe design. Um, mm-hmm. I I like the way this tube goes. Also, it's weird because it has like. The tubes have, like, this little uh, area in the middle they connect to that is, like, you know, armor. But, like, it's, like, a U-shape of armor that they connect into, which I just think looks kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, they connect into the side and then the back of the uh, torso. Uh, the shoulders, these are still big shoulders, much like the Game Hulk. Uh Still have, like, they go out far. They have the thrusters at the bottom. Um, mostly white, though they have gray armor at the end. They also have spikes on them, but, like, not... They're like blunted spikes, uh, which right. They're like neat. they're like wave breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also have some thrusters on the outside of the arm, uh, just like littler, littler ones. Um, as you move on to the arms, though, the upper arm, not too much going on with it, though. It does have a cool thing where it has um almost Sazabi like too. It actually has a bit of armor that comes out of the bottom of the shoulder that protects the uh, upper arm. Mm-hmm. in the joint uh the lower arms though so upper arm kind of nondescript lower arms though very detailed you've got uh the exposed lilac colored tubes on the arm there uh with some gray, uh, darker gray armor like over the covers of where these tubes are plugged into um on the opposite side you've just got a lot of like little lining detail which is fun you've also got uh, a thing that I like as an AOZ liker, uh, we've got painted fingers on this guy. Uh, just the fingertips, uh, they're painted pink, though, at the very end yeah, of the fingers. Yeah, uh, enhanced sensors there, obviously. Which is cool. Um, for the middle of this design, uh, you've got a rather large crotch, um, as I believe... Well, okay, now I've got to look at the weapons, because what if those are the abdominal ones, though? Because they are there, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see. There's always the problem with manga designs, right? <laughs> is, um... Especially if we don't have... Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if someone has this in GBO2, they would know. I don't, though. I wish I did. I want this suit real bad. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, But yeah, so you've got tubes in the uh section of the uh, crotch there, though, that are going back towards the chest. Um, you've got the two thrusters on the front. You've got two distinct front skirts. They ha- seem to have a thruster on the outer edge of them. Uh, you've got two distinct side skirts. Uh, they have, they kind of have the a thing that reminds me of the, like, GPO4 or, like, some of the GP series suits where they have, like, a little circle of gray at the bottom of them. Like, if you look at the rear shot, you can kind of see them. Uh, don't mm-hmm. know if those are, like, capacitors or what. I just know that the GP series also have those a lot. Uh, tend to be on, like, the side skirts or the knees and stuff. Um, the rear yeah. skirt still keeps the thruster rear skirt going on here. Different design, but it's pretty cool. Um, it almost looks like it has a komusai as a rear skirt, weirdly, is what it looks like to me. Like, you know, when they eject the, uh, that little 
tiny the little tiny like pod out of the moose eyes um, uh it's the belly button is the is the oh it is okay is because i am looking at some gbo2 gameplay here oh okay i was gonna say so those are okay so those have to just be thrusters. i think those those they must just be thrusters they're not coming up as an mm, wait what the fuck was that just there <laughs> god damn it okay let me change this to slower playback speed Yay! And watch this, because there are several weapons that are mounted on the abdomen labeled Mega Particle Cannon, as you might guess. One of them is definitely that. Wait, fire this thing. Fire. What the fuck? Where did those beams come from? I can't see from... Okay. Was well, it, this is not as helpful angle? as I was hoping. What? I mean, it's... You're behind the mobile suit. You can't see mm. where it's firing from on the front, you know? That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, you know what we need to do is we need to find the, the announcement tweet. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Um, not even just the announcement the, tweet. If I can find the news bit on the uh, website too. Right, because the promo video they do always has always you know, has like a front better angles. As, yeah, yeah. Because they like showing you off the weapons firing. Um, fuck. They added that a while back. Is the only problem. Uh, well, you know what? I know what to do. Uh, if I search up Dagdoll, typed in Katakana, and then I type in the GBO2 website. That would hopefully... I found it. Okay. Okay, you did? Nice. Yeah, here we go. Watch it, watch Rifle. It. Bullet, uh, okay. Oh, it's on the shield. Oh, those are the shield ones. Yeah, because it does have the shield ones like the uh, Yagdogas have. It has the shield one and then... No, I think it is... I think it is the... the front waist plate at um here i'll give you the link if you don't have it already at the yeah, no. like 19 second mark or so you see it fire these things and they come from too low down yeah okay let's see opening this yeah it's definitely the front well i can't hold on i am uh I'm, what i'm going to do is save the video so i can open it in my own video player because that only takes a second, because they have just MP4s on the website. Uh, and then, let's see. Love manga units. Uh, too bad there's no G-Gen <laughs> game for us to check this out in, goddammit. Make another G-Gen. I mean, they are. That isn't a mobile game. Well, wow, now you're asking too much. Yeah. That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> Alright, there's the shield one. Oh, yeah, okay, because they don't show it from the front. That's very funny. How dare they? What do you no, that has that? to... Okay, this has to be the abdomen, or it has to be the one on the chest, because if you look, like, the barrels are, the barrels would be angled down there, and I that feels like you're a right, detail you're right. they would uh do. Um. So, yeah. You're right. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh. So, the rear skirt, though... Flat array of thrusters, which is really cool. Uh, they have four thrusters at the bottom. It also has, like, two little, like, uh, e like wings on the top of it that are, you know, backwards, which is cool. And you've got what I assume are just maneuvering um, verniers also on the top, like, to the left, uh, to, on the outside of the wings, basically, the, the extra wings on the back. Um, mm -hmm. It's really cool, really cool rear skirt. I like this design. Um... For the legs, not a lot going on with the upper thighs, other than it's a bit more square than you would expect for a Xeon design, namely just that they have flat plates on the front. Um, 
does have uh like a double up arrow uh on the uh left leg as a like a decal mm-hmm. uh in the lilac color which looks nice um as you hit like the knees so the leg joint is circular it's basically your standard gundam modern gundam joint um the knees though you've got Tall knees, uh, they protect the front of the joint as expected. Uh, they also have pink thrusters in, built into them, uh, which is cool looking. <laughs> Again, a thing that gives this away as an Ipe design is also just the coloration of this thing is kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah. I also like the asymmetrical, like, armor below the knee, where it's, I mean, like, it's symmetrical on the whole, but, like, when you're just looking at one leg, like, uh, the left leg has, like, three holes on the left side and the right leg has three holes on the right, just... Nice visual there. Um, you also seem to have a bunch of little maneuvering verniers all over the outside of the leg, as well as like a lilac thruster on the side of the leg. You also have a thruster on the back of the leg that has a cover on the top of it um, and has some lilac tubing below it. Yeah, the uh, little um, the little holes on the side of the leg, the way it's so helpful, the way Gyobu adds details to this stuff, they really look like they're stability assist thrusters. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's something that's just interesting because, like, you know, if you're thinking of this design as its raw colors, it's like, oh, wouldn't an all-white and gray mobile suit with only a little bit of lilac and pink be kind of boring? But Ipe knows how to break up designs really well with, like, detail like that, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even while using, like, simpler color schemes. Um, the legs are very bell-bottom. Uh, the outside of the bell-bottom uh, of the leg has a thruster that's pointed out these the this circular thruster actually kind of reminds me of the old backpack thrusters from the other one um just because you know it's that circuit weird circular shape um mm-hmm. i like that he does like even like when the thrusters are big the actual like emitter for them though is always really small on these um which is kind of interesting um i guess though knowing like the way that this unit is piloted i'm wondering if another thing is that it's focused more on like efficiency uh, when it comes to, like, movement, rather than, uh, trying to just be, like, you know, super fast or anything. Sure. Um, then, uh, the feet are weird. You've, you've still got the same kind of foot setup, actually, of, like, a heel, like, the feet almost appear backwards, right? Because the, the front toe has two toes, like, on it. Like, a, like, mm-hmm. you've got, like, the white armor plate, and then it's got two gray, like, toe pieces on the front. That look like they would be independently movable, maybe? Oh, nope. Uh, you can actually see them from the back. They are just, like, one piece. But then you also have the heel, which has, like, a circular piece, and then sticks out further. And so the heel is really long and feels like a, like it would be the front of the foot, which is just very weird and interesting. Uh, for the backpack on this, you've got a backpack. No real thrusters or anything. Um, just has, like, the cables plugged into it. What it does have is a large arm in the middle that is holding up a big radom like object um mm-hmm. very round does have like a little in, in inlaid area for the head uh does have a bunch of mono eye tracks on the top of it as mentioned you've also got on the top back of it like two little like maneuvering fins uh which are kind of cool these also look like they should be able to like move up and down probably act as like you know moving binders like for amback um and then what you also have on the back of this on the back of the radom is on the bottom side, you've got a total of four funnels on the bottom. Uh, now, these aren't the only remote weapon, though. You'll notice that the back of the head has some uh, doors on the back of it. Uh, one on uh, uh-huh. 
on either side. I believe this is where it stores its 30 reflector bits. Uh, it does... Oh, no. Actually, sorry. The leader bits are stored in here. It does have 20 leader bits. I wonder where the reflector bits are stored then. Or if it's like a you choose thing. Um, yeah. Don't know for sure, unfortunately. Again, not, not an animated unit. Uh, so we don't have all the info, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. And the manga, I don't think, has been scanned far enough. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, so the it does have the leader bits. These are 20 smaller size bits. They are called leader bits because they're based on the Adzam leader. They they make an electromagnetic field. I know it has this in a GBO2. Yeah, there's a quick video of it on the page that looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And basically, there are a bunch of like small leaders that just kind of like make a little electric field to like disable mobile suits, basically. Um, mm -hmm. and prolonged exposure can actually, like, just destroy the internals of a mobile suit, so, um, which is kind of cool. I always like when Adzam leaders get to come back, because, like, they worked really well, all things considered. Like, sure, yeah. Amuro got out because he's in the Gundam, but, like, just because it didn't succeed against the Gundam doesn't mean it won't succeed against anything else you deployed against, you know? To be fair, I feel like if your, your criteria for success is... No, we pinned the we pinned the enemy down helpless and fired a weapon from like five feet away and it worked. A lot of things are gonna work under those circumstances. Oh yeah, but look. Uh, <laughs> look. Imagine if instead of the Adzam leader, they'd had a mega particle cannon. Amuro would be dead. Fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yes, so. Uh, other armaments, though, the Vulcans in the head, as mentioned, um, it does have a... Oh, so that little that little uh, piece in the side skirt, I think, the little gray one, those are just beam sabers. Never mind. I didn't notice that. It says uh, one beam saber is stored in each waist side armor as spare weapons. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, we mentioned the abdomen mega particle cannon that we had to sit there and try to research. Um, it does have the long beam rifle, and this is, like, my favorite thing, is that it has this really cool beam rifle. Uh... That, uh, yeah, it, it feels like it's already kind of long. Um, but then you notice it has, like, this weird, like, protruding spike at the bottom of it. And you're like, huh, I wonder why it would have that. Um, and so besides being able to fire, uh, you know, uh, beams, what it can also do is the area that, so the... You, there's the, there's a transformation to this weapon. Um, also, a cool thing on the beam rifle you'll notice is it has a bunch of, like, radiator fins on the back, which I just also think is a cool look. Um, mm -hmm. So, the top stock area where there's, like, the pink tube pulls back and reveals a handle on the top of the saber. Or, on the top of the rifle. I guess I gave it away. And then the bottom part there extends forward. And what that bottom part is is a large beam saber emitter. And it can very large. a very large, it can extend apparently up to 58 meters, which is quite long. Yeah, that's big. Um, so it basically just has a really long beam saber that it can uh, deploy from its uh, rifle, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, for context, that's about two and a half times the height of the Dagdoll. Which is a mobile suit and is already huge to begin with, so mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, can cut a ship in half, uh, starting to be, like, that kind of size, which is pretty cool. Um, yes. 
Agreed. The uh, it also has a round shield on the arm. Uh, the shield looks very similar to the one on the Yagdoga, which, to be fair, uh, the shield uh has four you know mega particle cannons in it, just like the Yagdoga one. Um, yeah, it's a shield that is like a small round shield. It's got a gray outer piece. Uh, the middle piece is white. It does have like a lilac stripe uh, through the middle, and it also has some little vents, uh, seemingly on the left and right edge of it. Um, then uh, we've also got yeah the four funnels. Uh, apparently, these four medium-sized funnels can be used for sniping, which I guess they are pretty big funnels. Now that I think about it, I didn't really think about it, but thinking about like the size of funnels in this era. These are, these look like Cubelay funnels in design, but they're also, like, four times larger than a Cubelay's funnels. And also, this is uh, a, a, a way, a time, a decent amount of time after the Cubelay's design, so you know that, you know, miniaturization of tech has happened, and so if these are still bigger, it's because the power is significantly higher. Actually, I like that idea. I'm surprised that it hasn't come up more, because usually, like, a lot of, like, Zeta, Double Zeta, and even, like, you know, some future you see era stuff. Generally, the funnels... Uh, I guess in CCA, you get funnels that are, like, big and high power, generally. Like, with the new Gundam's fin funnels. But, like... Mm -hmm. I, I just think using bits as, uh, as like, a sniper, rather than a, uh, like, just you swarm them weapon, actually could be a really cool one. Especially because it's, like... You know... It's coming from, like, a small body, right? I mean, obviously, you don't have a ton of uh new types around to be able to do that with but you know just i i, I like this idea a lot here of, of like big sniper funnels um mm -hmm. but yeah uh it does have the reflector bits that can reflect beam attacks and it can carry up to 30 of them and i'm wondering where i mean actually it probably probably could carry those in the back because the thing with reflector bits is the way that they're usually designed is they are like a rod that just launches and then has the uh has like Thruster. the it has a thruster, and then it'll have, like, yeah, it'll emit, like, a a, a sort of, like, you know, fan-looking shield out of it. But they're sure. just rods, so they, they are small, generally, now that I think about it. Um, but, yeah, and then we already talked about the leader bits, so it has the Psychomia system, because, of course, it does. It also has the machine head mode, where the information transmission and processing computer power of the Psychomia is tripled. Uh, the backpack connects to the back of the head. Um, this eliminates the complexity of Psychomia, which was the drawback of the game art, uh, the Gamark, uh, that's supposed to be Gamal. Someone obviously, uh, you know, uh, Google translating this to paste this. Basically, it lets you, um, do cool Psychomia shit even without being, like, a quote-unquote strong new type. Uh, though it does, uh, create a large burden on the brain of the pilot. So you, you aren't supposed to use it for more than three minutes, apparently. Okay, let's use it for more than three minutes. Yeah. Let's start getting the nose... <laughs> Hi, let's I'm a getting, writer. <laughs> let's, start, let's start getting the eyes and the nose bleeds going on. Um, uh, yeah, so the Dagdoll, though. This is a weird machine. It's, you know, a lot of Moon Gundam machines are weird. Um, and it uses really cool Psychomia weapons, like a lot of things in Moon Gundam also. Um, which is why I like it. Uh... Just, you know, again, a machine that, like, feels like it's the rival machine, given, like, the way it's depicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you and, know. And, and I believe its actions are, are such, right? Yeah. Where, 
Yeah. Well, it's like in it, you know, it's it it feels like it would be a good match for what the Moon Gundam does. Um, yeah. Moon Gundam just has a lot of cool suits, man. I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking about them. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Dag Doll. Uh, neat suit. Uh, hope I one day get it in GBO two. Uh, doesn't really feel yeah. like it's related to the Game Hulk, though. I I guess I get the idea though, right? It's that the Game Hulk is like a really high intense psychomia machine with like the child and the mother funnels, and so maybe like it's drawing off that idea when it's like a an evolution of the Game Hulk rather than the more obvious this thing is covered in a billion beams uh thing that the Game uh-huh. Hulk also has going on. Um, because this does use like three different types of bits theoretically, which is kind of a lot, all things considered. Mm-hmm. because that's the thing the leader bits are bits they are not like just like automatic leaders they are something that the pilot controls which probably makes it more useful also because now you have a moving electromagnetic cloud <laughs> that you can control which mm-hmm. f- feels like that would be actually a fucking boon to have also uh, alongside having reflector bits to protect yourself alongside also having four sniper bits that are just hanging around um, so yeah, I can, I can see also why, it, why it has this, uh, machine head mode going on. I wish we had a picture of it doing the machine head mode thing though, because we never actually have a picture of it with the head connected into the backpack there. I mean, I think we do, don't do we? we? I, I think you are uh, assuming it will be more dramatic than it is. Okay. Does it just see like the way that that slot is on the back of the backpack there, I assumed it would maybe push like, I assume that would be like a door and that the head would push a bit more kind of like the, um, like certain other radome using suits I can think of like the, uh, just a minor build unit, the easy SR. Right, but if you look at the gallery, if you look at the very first image, I think that's probably what that is. Okay, maybe it does just kind of bolt on like that. Okay. I, I would I would like it if it were cooler, but I, I find it highly unlikely that we don't have any art of it happening, and so it leads me to assume that it happening must be less dramatic than we're seeing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, also, GBO2 are cowards. They didn't make the knees pink. They made them red. Why would they do that? Why would you do that? The knees yeah, are pink. You know. This is Ipe colors. God damn it. Ipe. But this is GBO too. This is for all the. This is all all the people on your on your forums who are talking about how Shar's problem was that he was a pedophile. We gotta cater to them. Anyway, all right, all right. That's it for uh, the uh, suits related to the game Hulk, though. Um. So. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, I just. The thing about it is, right, this is, this is, Yune Gus is a warning story about allowing your characters to talk, because however stupid and ridiculous and clearly wrong you will make them, there will be a percentage of people who are like, see, this is what we're supposed to understand about the story. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, Char rejected Rekoa, clearly, and, 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 you know, only went out with Lala, uh, clearly that must mean he's a pedophile, right? Because he rejected Rekoa, who is... Already not like like the greatest in the in her head person, and then who also takes this rejection so bad she becomes a, a ridiculous parody of a like you know I became a fascist because I can't get no dick person you know like mm-hmm. I'm sorry but like I I, I just ugh, people annoy me especially because Gune is this. also. I, I don't know Gune's age, he's probably younger, but, I mean, Gune is also perving on, 
like quest to a ridiculous degree too. So it is in his best interest to say this, you know. Yep. Yep. Which is like something that other people don't bring up, but like Yune's like a fucking weirdo. Imagine if they went with that original design for Gune where he looks like way older too. Because I I think that uh-huh. would make it much more obvious to people if if Gune was like you know looking like how he he looks like a fucking um guy who, who hangs out at concerts to pick up women. Uh, even uh-huh. though he is, even even though he's clearly like a creep. Because like, look at this. I'm sorry, this guy's a creep. This man is a creep. If that if that was the design they went with him. And instead, you have all these people out here being like, no, Discount Jared knows what's really going on in the Gundam series. No, he doesn't! Yeah, he doesn't know shit. He's also... He, he, his his entire personality is, ah, I'm a cyber new type, but I'm, like, a, I'm like a good one. <laughs> um, and that's, like... that, and, and, and also, he has a giant cr- cr- uh, crush on quests, and that's, like, basically his entire character. Anyway. All right. Be fair, there's also some personality implied on him taping a knife to the front of his beam saber. Fair enough, I suppose. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Alright, uh, Six, tell us where we can find you. A, a thing that I somehow forgot while I was on GGP this week. Uh, I mean, I remembered it uh, after getting reminded. I was like, is it scanlinemedia.org? Is it .gov? What is it? Oh, it's .com, right. I'm dumb. It's .com, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at 6detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, my DMs are open if you have any questions, comments, uh, suggestions for suits for us to cover, things you want us to talk about on the show, any of that, just send it over. DMs are open. Um, and yeah, scanlinemedia.com and patreon.com scanlinemedia is where I put up all my work. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com as well as co-host. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. Uh, this week I got to guest on GGP, so... Oh, wait, no, last week. Fuck, right, we started recording... The way we record these, it'll have been last week. Yeah. Uh, so that's like the only other plug I could say is listen to them. They're going through Seed Destiny. They're having a terrible time. Um, <laughs> as are all of us. But then again, Dunbine's a really good time, so who can say whether it's entirely bad or good? Uh, anyway, yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, uh, what's your sign-off, Six? I don't want to clean. <laughs> I was hoping for something like that. Shout out to Sakara soon. Shout out bit of a, to bit of a Bit of a mess both in fiction and in writing, but still a great character. <laughs> yep. Peace. Peace. Chihuahua